Here we are again talking about coaching. I'm here as always with Nikki and Yannick. Hey guys. Hello. So today's question. Um, I would love to hear your take on money back guarantee, a money back guarantee policy for your coaching, and possibly why you choose to implement it, why you choose to implement it in a particular way. All right. So this is this is a great question. I think um, I've seen this uh, a lot, and I've thought about this a lot over the years. My personal policy has changed a lot over the years, and I can share a little bit about why. So this is a good discussion to have because it's it can get you in trouble if you don't have this, you don't if you don't do this, do this in a, in a in a proper way, and with trouble, you know, it's it's not that serious. But I think, you know. Um, yeah, I think it's an important topic, even though it's probably not going to be a very long episode. But let, let's dive in. Let's dive in. So for, for me, when I started this, I'll start with the very beginning. And, and I want to share this. It's not something I'm, you know, um, not, this is not advice. But it's it's a good to actually share because this is how messy it was with me in the beginning. Hmm. When I got on calls with people and we talked about coaching together i said to people at the beginning look you invest in coaching i'm going to change your life and if it doesn't happen i'll give you money back at the end luckily nobody Pure confidence similar. luckily nobody asked for money back and i think <laughs> they just got a lot of value to see that i gave a lot but i don't think that's a really good way to uh you know that, that's not something that you want to put out there but that that's how that's how can, it started with me. Can I just dig into that, right? You said luckily nobody did. Uh, I mean, how did you feel having that looming over your head that they might? Well, to, to be honest, I think I was I was very um, almost, I think, playfully childish. And I wasn't even thinking about it. Like, oh, there's this, there's this serious guarantee over my neck. And, and I think, you know, and I think this, this is probably why it's good to discuss it. I think, you know, sometimes obviously the things that we say, the, the words that we say, you know, they, we, we almost create contracts through our words. Mm-hmm. Right? There I are think, contracts, you know, a verbal contract yeah. is in many countries a legal contract. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and I think for me, it was just at that time, I didn't even know the implications of that. Mm-hmm. Right. Um. You know, and I, and I think it was around just like, hey, you know what? Like, I'm excited to do this. Let's do this together. And and by the way, at that time, I wasn't qualified. I didn't have a supervisor. I didn't have any, you know, formal coaching training. But but this this just kind of shows what's out there in the world, right? When you don't have a bit of a guidance, and I think that's why it's important for us to talk about it, give people a bit an idea of how to go about this. Yeah. But yeah, for me, there was. There was no pressure. I was just thinking, like, you know what? I'm gonna give my, I'm gonna go all in. I'm gonna give my hundred percent. So, and, and by the way, like when people brought things that to the coaching session for me it was about, like, you know what? I need to have the answer. So if, I, if someone had a relationship problem, I would order five books on relationship and try to find the answers for them. But that <laughs> that's kind of how it started for me. It's like, you know what? I'm gonna give you everything. If you're not happy with that, you know, you can ask for money back. And um, no, nobody did in the first year. Let, let me jump in there quickly because I, I think it it really illustrates well why a lot of people consider it. Because you, 
you want to make the barrier to entry as low as possible. You want to make it as easy and as much of a no-brainer as possible that your client says, yes, of course, I'm going to do this. And giving a money-back guarantee oozes of confidence, right? That this is going to work. If somebody gives you a money-back guarantee and you know they seem to be legit and there's not a lot of small print and there's not a lot of conditions, which you know there could be, and I'm sure many people uh, kind of work that into their money-back guarantees, that it's not really a money-back guarantee but you know you're going to have to write a book about why you weren't satisfied and you know there could be all of these conditions layered into it and that that's where it becomes really unethical but if it's if we assume an honest uh, money back guarantee where you're really prepared that if you and this is you know, how do you phrase that but like mm. if there is an actual understanding well if if you don't get what you wanted and you have to be very clear on what you want if you set this up you have to be very clear about the conditions under which you know, it would be, you would be very well prepared because somebody, something might have happened and this person is just not making the progress to absolutely zero fault of your own. They have to do the work, right? And if we are working harder than the client and we are pushing the client to make things happen, then, you know, the thing is that as soon as you give a Murray back guarantee, Siva, she didn't feel the weight because she didn't think about it much. Well, good for you, right? What I see in supervision a lot is that not necessarily money back guarantees, but an implied promise or guarantee that something is going to happen for the client. And then it weighs so heavily on the coach and they really struggle to be present. So uh, just it's, it's really good to make the barrier to entry small so that somebody is like, yes, I'm, there seems like very little risk. Obviously, I'm going to do this. But on the flip side, it weighs on a lot of coaches really heavily because now they have to deliver. And it's much more likely that you're not going to be present with your client. And it's much more likely that you're going to buy four books on relationship and then work much harder than your client is, which inevitably takes responsibility away from the client. So it's a really difficult thing to put in place in a way that it's not going to be distracting from good coaching work, I think. And I, I think just touching on the, what you said there, if you make that, and, and I think nowadays, I think the coaching industry is getting a lot influenced by a guy called Alex Hormozzi. And personally, I think he's doing some great work. By, by what? Who? Yeah, so there's a, there's a guy called Alex Hormozzi. He wrote this book, $100 million Offers. Right? Now, I've seen a lot of coaches being influenced by that. So he in his book, he writes about how to create offers so good that people are, feel stupid saying no to, right? And 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 this is very much influenced by this, you know, by idea of marketing and how can we actually lower the barrier for people to say yes. Mm -hmm. And I think the the effect of that is if we create things so more people say yes, in a way also we attract the wrong people, right? People that are actually looking for those quick fixes and for those results. Right. And, and don't get me wrong, I think coaching is incredibly powerful and creating incredible results for people. Right. But when we actually set, set up the expectations in the right way, we actually create a much better, we create better environment and circumstance for people to actually succeed. Because if mm -hmm. people start, so if you think about what I said in the beginning and what I do now, the last few years, my policy has been there is no refund. It's very clear at the beginning. I don't put pressure on anyone to work with me. Says, hey, take your time. 
once you're in, you're 100% in. There's no way out, right? Of course, if it if it doesn't feel aligned for whatever reason, we can talk about it. But there's no refund on the money side. I need 100% commitment. But what I've seen there is, and, and I explain that, right, that, you know, I do my part. What I can guarantee is, you know, you know you're going to get some good coaching. I can't guarantee anything on the results side. Mm-hmm. And actually what that does, it increases the responsibility on the client side. Like, okay, you know what? I, I'm responsible for this. And by the way, that doesn't mean for me, it doesn't mean that, you know, I'm just going to do the bare minimum and it's all you. I, I, I spend a lot of time also focusing on uh, and talking with the client about how can you make the most out of coaching? Right? That could be a whole different episode around helping clients really get the most out of coaching. But I think the, this this whole thing is really interesting. On one side, you have coaches that basically guarantee the whole world just to get people to the door. And often those programs are more kind of move away from traditional coaching or pure coaching. They go more into like teaching programs and kind of mix of coaching and mentoring. Yeah, if you follow my program, then you'll get these results guaranteed. But if you don't follow the program and you don't do what I say, then you've broken the program and then it's not my responsibility. I can see how from that perspective, money back guarantees make sense. It just, I don't think it's coaching anymore, like you like you said, right? Yeah, I think I've been listening and I've, I've never personally had a no money back guarantee, though I've dabbled with the idea of it for the reasons that you already said, Yannick, um, about trying to get people through the door and instilling confidence in them to sign up to begin with. I hadn't really thought it through in as much depth as we are now, but listening to you, um, I do think it sets up a, a difficult kind of dynamic between the coach and client. And I agree, like it puts mm-hmm. the responsibility more on the coach's side than on the client side. And I think, you know, mm, I'm thinking it puts all the emphasis on the outcome and not on the process itself as well. And I think that is hopefully more conducive to good results for the client. Sorry, that was probably a bit difficult to, or abstract that last bit. But um, what I mean by being so outcome focused with, you know, if you don't get the outcome, you get your money back. I don't know. I think it takes away from the actually mm-hmm. the, the journey for the client a little bit um, and puts should put more emphasis. Or I think it's better to put the emphasis there. I think by it makes a, the money back guarantee. Yeah, I think it makes a ton of sense, Nikki. And uh, I'm I'm struck by how clear it actually is. Even when I started talking, I started like three, four points. But you know, it's very clear, very quickly that it it's probably not a good idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it can get people through the door, and it can get them in, engaged in what you're doing quicker. But unless you you are the kind of coach or run that kind of program where you can actually guarantee results. Um, I mean, money back guarantee doesn't say money back guarantee for results. It just means that there's something that you guarantee. And I think if you set it up in a way that you're very clear about what you're guaranteeing, then it can work. And I asked myself, uh, I probably must have talked about it on this podcast, but at some point I asked myself very seriously, what could I actually guarantee? Mm. Because a business coach at the time told me you need to speak with more certainty in consultations. Um, so I did think hard about what can I actually guarantee? And there are things that I can guarantee, but results are not one of them, mm-hmm. right? So whenever the money back guarantee is tied in with results or outcomes of the coaching, I think it's a bad idea. And mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not often that clear. 
Yeah. You, is it possible to say some of the things you feel you can guarantee? Because maybe it's not a money back guarantee, but there's another way we can guarantee to get people through the door. But that isn't to do with, yeah. Yeah, I can guarantee that you have my full attention. I can guarantee that I I commit to my responsibilities as a coach uh, as best as I can. You know, but like if we're being really truthful and really honest, there, there's always a caveat that can take the kind of confidence that we might want to create with a money back guarantee um, and, and kind of take that out. So uh, there's different language I use now. I can be very confident, for example, but I, I cannot guarantee things. Um, I, I can be almost certain that, you know, in my experience, it almost always leads to this when you do that. But, you know, that, I mean, there's always a caveat. So any form of guarantee would have to be agreed very, very well between coach and client and the metrics set up properly. Um, and then I'm not sure if that defeats the point. Yeah. And I think usually if someone asks for it, for me, there's a sign that there's still a bit of trust missing. Mm. I think at, at the core of sales, right, is, is, is trust. If the trust is there, usually we don't ask for that. Yeah, right? I don't think people would ask for money back. I'm not sure if anybody's ever asked for it. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, audience outside there, but like I never thought to ask for a money back guarantee. Maybe some people do, but I think it's usually something that the coach would offer, no? Yeah, I've seen it a few times. I've seen clients that have brought that question. Oh. Um, and I, I don't think I've had it myself often in sales calls. But it, it again, it I think it's a lot. It comes very much from, you know, the courses that are out there. For example, that have a thirty-day money-back guarantee, mm -hmm. right? And I see this in in America a lot more. But usually, it's the the automated courses where you know you just go to a website and you can buy it, and there's a big thing there. Like if you're not happy, and by the way, usually they don't talk about results. They talk about if you're not happy with the program, mm -hmm. right? Anybody could say that. <laughs> like that's the I mean that's justifiable with like super subjectively. Uh so if you give that kind of guarantee, you need to stick to it, right? And mm -hmm. if somebody's just plain wrong and they really shouldn't be happy, but they tell you they're not happy, you have to give them your money back. E even if it's insane. So I, I guess for courses like that, Sevash, uh, it makes a lot more sense because there's a lot more numbers that buy into this. And it makes sense that if you believe in the quality of your course. If it makes 90% of people happy and mm -hmm. then 10 ask for their money back or of the 10, probably only 2% ask, really ask for their money back. Um, but you get a lot more people through the door buying into it and giving it a chance where otherwise maybe they wouldn't have. Then it makes a lot of sense. Yeah. yeah. And, and this will connect to the, one of the episodes that we're going to do. Right, um, It's around free coaching. I think when you demonstrate your work, whether it's through free coaching or whether it's through a recorded episode or whatever it is, you know, it, it builds that trust. And mm -hmm. usually people move away of, but I think underneath that question of like the guarantee question is like, what if this doesn't work? Or what if this, you know, what if this is not for me? And I think when you actually give people an experience of your work or in some way demonstrate your work, you know, we-, we That trust should have been built, hmm? Yeah. And also you're involved, right? It's not that you give somebody access to your online course for a month and then they do it. And if they ask for their money back, actually, there's not really a loss because you haven't invested your time. Uh, I mean, there's a loss because somebody's pulled out. But if you spend like six hours with someone, I mean, that would be a serious loss if that person asks for their money back and it's not well-defined. 
Yeah, I've also just thought like here, you know, comparing it to say therapy, you wouldn't typically have a therapist offering money back if the therapy didn't work or something. It's again, <laughs> I think it makes sense. It's kind of you know trusting in the process and sharing out the responsibility. You know, understanding where yeah, who has what role and who has what responsibilities mm. within that relationship. And so in a way, it makes it less likely that a client sticks with the journey when the going gets tough because they could just ask for their money back because it's not working. So what then you ask, they can ask for the money back after they need to give it six sessions or, you know, what would be the, what would be the agreement around that? Hmm. Uh, so I think for me, it's a clear no. <laughs> do we, do we yeah, need to talk about this further? <laughs> have we come up with any pros? But um, yeah. Well, it makes sense in some contexts, but uh, for coaching, I, I really don't think so. Mm -hmm. Can you see a scenario, Sevesh, where this makes sense? Well, I think, the only, I think you, know, you know, personally, I think it doesn't make sense to use money, money back guarantees. But if you're starting out and you, you just really want to almost like make it a little bit easy to start out. Huh. Yeah. I personally wouldn't mind. It, like, I wouldn't, if someone wants to really do it, I would say, like, go ahead with it. But just be mindful of the implications of it, mm -hmm. you know? Um, you know, but in, in general, I don't think it serves coaches. I think sometimes, like, if you if you really just want to gain experience, just go ahead, charge little, charge less. Because I, I think sometimes when coaches do it, and when I've done it in the past, it's also there's a little bit of this thing on my side. It's like, ooh, what if it doesn't deliver, right? So I think if if you're if you're charging a certain amount of money where you feel like you're on the edge, maybe just charge a little bit less and build that confidence, build your competence, and then you know gradually go higher. Yeah, yeah, it makes nice. sense. Cool. Um, do we know who was asking that question? No, we don't. Well, thank you, anonymous spender. <laughs> Appreciate it. Uh, I wonder if there's some people out there who have used this uh, to their benefit and really believe in their system. I would really like to know under which conditions can you make this work in coaching? Awesome. Shall we leave that here? Nice. Thank you. Great. Thank you. being with us today. I appreciate your commitment to learning and growing as a coach. Just a few things before you go. First of all, we're doing this for you, so if there's anything you'd like us to talk about, do send us a question. Secondly, we're not doing this for profit, so we rely on your support to help us reach as many coaches as we can. So if you can send this episode to a friend or tell a fellow coach uh, about what we're doing here, maybe you can subscribe or leave us a review or even support us on Patreon. Um, that would be amazing. And lastly, you can find us across all major platforms. So uh, whether you like to watch or you like to listen or you like to download episodes and listen to it uh, in your car while you're driving through somewhere with no internet, uh, you can do so too. Um, and that's it from us. Thank you and I hope to see you next time.